0: Well, welcome back to the Building Manager podcast. My name is Matt Osborne, and this is proudly recorded through Anchor by Spotify. Well, once again, just like to say a big thank you to all the listeners out there. Uh, I know last week's podcast with uh, Ahmed Youssef's really got some fabulous reach. So thanks, Ahmed, uh, for doing a marvellous job up there in New South Wales with your building managers and, of course, your committee's And body corporates so keep up the good work on today's episode of the building manager podcast I'm interviewing a fellow that I've known for some time now uh, in the fire industry um, and his name is Brett Emery. Brett has good background which I know that he'll be sharing with us very very shortly but Brett is the uh, general manager of UK services for a new new platform called FireMate Let me tell you, people, this is changing the industry and the industry standards for the better. So this is worth a a listen and it's worth sharing and it's worth reaching out to Brett and his team at FireMate. Uh, It's a fabulous interview and I've seen the platform firsthand. Uh, I wouldn't generally go out and recommend something like this if I didn't think it was worthwhile. But once again, guys, uh, this is brilliant. So all of you building owners out there, committees, building managers, get your hands on it. So, let's see what Brett has to say about himself and Firemate right after this. We'll see you on the other side. Bye for now. Oh, Welcome Brett to the Building Manager Podcast. I'm actually very pleased to have you on the show. Um, Brett, I know your background a little bit, but perhaps uh, I'd like for you to share a bit about yourself and how you started work with FireMate.
1: How far would like you to go back, Matt? I've, um, <laughs> as you know, I've, I've spent a bit of time in and around the property or built, built environment um, sort of services industry for about 20 years now. Um, Firstly, started an operations role in, in retail shopping centres. Um, we more of a hands-on role back in the days, and then sort of worked my way through into uh, facilities management in in commercial space and commercial office. And I've done various different um, roles in the services sector, mate, through cleaning, through OHS. Um, later, then later, become into the HVAC industry for a number of years, and then now I've, um, I've segued. Oh, sorry, then fire, and then now into the the, the fire software industry, mate. So. Seen various aspects of of, of the um, the building built services environment, mate. To say
0: the least, got a pretty similar role of like myself, been in so many different areas, and then sort of ended back into the essential uh, services. I guess you could say. Um, so the the fire services industry has been through some significant changes over the years, and you know I'm certain that there'll be more to follow. Um, what are some of the changes that you've seen in your time whilst you've been in the industry? For the better, of course.
1: In the fire industry, mate, I, I uh, and probably talked specifically initially about here in Australia. Um, obviously, the 2012 standard changes that came through, which were really sort of implemented in, in heavy it sort of enforced or more regulated, a bit more probably by mid-2013, mm. uh, found there's a bit more refinement around some of the testing that might have been outdated, the testing requirements. But obviously a big push on the um, the documentation side of things, Matt. Um, to me, it was about a lot of people were, were perhaps weren't as familiar about the testing. They refined that um, and the expectation become more around the, the requirement to, to capture that testing and then how that was reported. Yep. Uh, and I, I think... I Bit of a segue there, obviously very similar in the, in the HVAC space as well, mate, when they brought in DA-19 and, and the latest revision of DA-19 and the HVAC space equivalent, that it would become a strong inference around um, document re- recording and, and reporting.
0: Yep, so you think the um, annual essential safety measures report was perhaps one of the ideas that came out of that, or is that sort of something that was around but called something a little bit differently prior to, to 2012?
1: Yeah, look, and I think the other big aspect to consider there was when they brought in MP6.1. Now, a lot of people, myself included, I was only relatively new in the fire industry at that stage, and and but I'd come from the built environment where I knew 18, well, I knew enough about 1851, I thought I did, about 1851 as an occupier or a you know, person in charge of that workplace, mm. as to what that meant and what the contractor's requirements were there. And it seemed to be my my personal take, Matt, on the, when they brought in MP6.1 was about... Um, and the Occupy statements that followed with that was then become a bit of a line in the sand. say, okay, well, we we accept that there may not have been enough knowledge in the industry, so rather than just trying to shake that tree again, they put a bit of a line in the sand and said, well, here's here's a new regulation that's coming out, and they advertised that quite well, I thought. Um, to then educate people that now this is what your requirement around occupy statements are, and and various roles and responsibilities of, of those entailed in that process.
0: You think people are sort of following those guidelines now? Can you is that a little bit more evident from what you're seeing?
1: I, I think so, mate. And, and for me, from my space there, and, and for the f- probably some following several years after. I found in the contracting space now, there was, it seems to be a lot more importance raised on by facilities managers and property managers mm. to their contractors because now there seem to be a heightened interest. I think the, the requirement, the obligation was there previously and that's why I say in my opinion that it... it, it, it Brought that to the forefront again within the industry. This the people, whether it was just through advertising or educational pieces, that I don't think changed any obligations for those that were responsible for it. It has now become a bit more front of mind. Um, As a contractor, we'll certainly ask a lot more information to be able to provide at that point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look, I have to say, big congratulations on your new role um, with FireMate. That's fabulous. And I know, Brett, that this is going to be if not already an industry changer um, maybe if you could just describe to our listeners what firemates about and, um, and, and and how it might change you know at least some of the uh, industry standards
1: yeah thanks Matt appreciate the echo there, Matt. it's um it's an exciting opportunity for me um, as having spent a bit of time in the fire industry and, and, and the surrounds mm. um, and not coming from a software background, it might have been a bit of a challenge. But to me, I'm passionate about what the fire industry can produce the um, you know, safety and, and then the environment that it provides for occupants. Um, I've seen some pretty tragic cases um, in my time managing buildings. So now being able to provide a software product that will enable fire system contractors to to manage their compliance, manage their their regulated testing. Um, The scheduling of their testing, the completion of their testing, the seamless, paperless reporting from job management in an office space through to the technicians in the field. With all the property details, compliance reporting that they need, or sorry, compliance checklists that they need to complete for that regulated testing, and then it's seamlessly updated back through to a, a cloud database, which is then, you know, with, with permissions approved, can give direct access on the spot to the customers within the buildings, but also back to the business then to manage any defects or any outstanding quotes, um, and then clear visibility around reporting and, and um, compliance reports as well, mate.
0: Yeah, I, I know. With my podcast last week, I had with uh, Ahmed Youssef um, he's a managing director there at Sky Management in New South Wales. And we were sort of talking about, uh, uh this as being an industry changer. And, um, you know, he made some good comments about that and, um, you know, let's hope that we can get it into, uh, you know, as many buildings as possible. Yeah.
1: Mate, okay, I, can. I, can, I can speak to both hands in the sense of ha- having been receiving end as a facilities manager, having fire contractors work in my buildings, knowing what I needed to receive and the way it was reported to me, but then also having spent several years managing a fire service business. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a similar product at the time, which was made by some of the brains behind FireMate, it was back fire tracks back then with, with NFS, and it was a game changer for us in the industry, Matt. Not only was it beneficial for our customers by way of the reporting they were receiving, but it allowed us to seamlessly manage the operations within our business, from job scheduling to to profit and loss statements on on particular jobs to quoting and and then reporting on that. It's an absolute game changer, mate.
0: That's huge. Um, Look, on August 9th this year, Standards Australia have partnered with Firemate, and so according to your website, pioneering integration between Firemate software and the Australian Standards. but how do you see this impacting the industry and improvements that are needed, particularly for compliance?
1: It's um as you say, mate, it's, it, it was a um it was a huge milestone for us to achieve. We're, we're obviously not the only product on the market that claimed to be a compliant software product mm. for, for various different industries. And a lot are based on the Australian standards, you know, the tablet the, the the tables and, and, and the um, the re- reporting requirements that, that are listed in the Australian standards, a lot of software packages, or well, there's a number of software packages that claim to, to base themselves around that. Ours is the first one in Australia and, and to what I understand understanding the same collaboration anywhere in the world with the standards body we, we've actually now got the standards embedded in our software so not only will the technician have a checklist of the things that he should check out of the standard by way of, of testing protocol if he's unsure about the terminology or, or the requirement as to why leading up to why that testing should be done which the detail the devil the detail you would find in an actual copy of 1851 or any of the relevant testing standards that's now available at the click of a button whilst they're in our app doing that testing they can now see the extracts from that standard or all that standard in full to be set to be certain so it's um it's quite just about efficiency and fluency and and information availability to the technicians so they can be certain about what they're reporting on
0: i think by the sound of things too brett it's really going to weed out those that um don't really want to perform their duties properly and uh you know just dummy reports so to speak i know it occurs you know where people just sort of walk around with a you know one eye open and Tick here and tick there, but don't really conduct their inspections appropriately. So, from from my point of view as a building manager and going through even some of these new sites and new builds, it really going to put ownership back onto the service providers to make sure that not only are they performing their duties, but you know to the Australian standards, even though they're the you know minimum requirements, but nonetheless as a minimum requirement, it still has to be performed, right?
1: Yeah, and I think the challenge is, man, is, is education, right? I, I, in my experience over the years, and, and even on the services side, we've had, you know, I've employed sort of second and third year apprentices over the years in various trades that come on from other businesses that might just not have had the exposure to it, or even tech, even qualified technicians for that matter that may not have had exposure to the complete industry or the complete version of that product, yeah. and. They Give them their tools and they give them their, their run sheet, and these are the buildings you need to go on and test, and, and away they go. And they might be pretty au with you know 50, 60, 80, and even 90 percent of the, what the standard sort of outlays for them, mm. but they're just a bit of a bit of a holding pattern, they're just going tick, 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 because that's what they're used to, and that's probably what they were shown in their, in their defence. Of course. But now we, We're trying to, you know, the availability of the information within our software package just sort of mitigates any of that. If there's any discrepancy or, or, or fact-finding required, rather than pulling and carrying around a couple of A4 folders with various copies of, of photocopies mm-hmm. of, uh, compared to standards, that's now the click of the button with the search function. They can search for certain key key words or terminology within there on their app and it can be made available straight away, mate. So it takes away the ignorance of I didn't know or if I wasn't told. Yep. Um, and it's certainly, if it's something that's outside the box for them, we give them at the touch of a button the, uh, the information, the training necessary.
0: Yeah, I, I think key really is trying to move away from paper and it, it just gets really messy, particularly when it comes to having to search for reports, you know, if particularly QFRS turn up or you know, MFB down here in Melbourne turn up and want to see your reports, it's just at of at, at hand. But speaking of Australian standards, I was uh, speaking recently with Brady Williams. He's a owner of Active Building Management over in New Zealand. Um, where do you see perhaps the Australian slash New Zealand for fire compliance with FireMate working in New Zealand? Is, is there going to be something available or is this available for... Um, you know, for buildings like Brady Managers over, you know, across the ditch?
1: It certainly is, mate. So we've got some functionality. We've got a few uh, licensees that, that hold FireMate software over, over in New Zealand. So okay. um, it's not a market we've targeted very hard. We've got a few customers that have come either from Australia to over there or significant managers that have moved to a business over there and have taken our product with them. Um, so, yeah, we do have a small presence uh, in Auckland. And uh, I think one one customer that services the South Island, so huh. our, our trajectory for growth at this point um, in recent, recent, the last 12 months has been for the UK, Matt, um, we've now branched into Ireland and with some, some early discussions in, in the lower
0: part of Europe as well. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely love it. I might actually ring Brady when we're finished here. Um, <laughs> But look, Firemate's going international, as you mentioned, and uh, I I love the idea of it moving into the UK, and um, I know that's where you're headed in in a few weeks. But um, what do you think was the decision that was focused for Firemate to move into the likes of the UK and and London and so forth?
1: World domination, Matt. (laughs)
0: Pinky in the brain mate It's a good cartoon
1: um, We've done an acquisition Of a portion of the majority share Of our business through a company called Helmer So I don't know too much about the UK stock market Helmers so a FTSE Hundred was the company in the UK that quite focuses on a cleaner, safer, healthier living motto. Right, um, made up of a number of different sister companies in the cleaner, safer, healthier sort of a categories, and we fall under that safer category. So we were we were a, um, a target for them with regards to being their only software product amongst various other medical and life safety systems, um, and they're. The methodology and the game plan, or the roadmap for us to to integrate with various other Helmer sister companies, um, was a huge, was significant sort of a um, incentive for us. And to to mention a few, the likes of Advanced and Apollo detectors, and Ampac five panels, and FFE um, flame detectors, right, just to name a few, are all part of that sort of synergies within within the Helmer group. Yeah, right. So that's there's a good opportunity for us once we hit the ground, or as we hit the ground over there, to have some great networking opportunities and to be able to provide us a software solution to, to the fire industry. Which, there I say, the six months that I've been sort of managing the team remotely here from here in Australia, it's a significantly different landscape than it is here in Australia and New Zealand.
0: Uh, absolutely brilliant, and I wish you all the best once you get over there, mate. Look, Brett, thanks very much for being on the Building Manager Podcast today. I can really see, you know, the FireMate platform delivering on some much needed compliance, not only here, but across the globe. If there was something that I loved, you know, most about my roles as a building manager, it was chasing the fire service contractors to make sure that they meet their compliance. You know, obligations, inspection, uh, and inspecting areas for compliance. Uh, Particularly before practical completion and even during DLP, um, Brett, how do people get a hold of you and the Firemate team to have this platform implemented in your in your building in their building? Sorry.
1: Mate, really appreciate the opportunity for a bit of a plug there. Um, so, Firemate.com. Um, you can come through the website. We can request a demo. Um, one of a number of our sales team, regardless of what country or continent you're in, um, we've got representation pretty much across the globe. We do have representation in the States, as I said. Um, throughout the UK, um, bottom part of Europe, New Zealand, India and, and Australia, mate. So findmate.com we've got URL that'll point you to whichever country or, or continent you're in, you'll come to the right areas and we'd be more than happy to do a demonstration for you, mate.
0: Brilliant. I've got some listeners in US, UK, uh, Israel, funnily enough, um, and a few other parts of the globe. So uh, hopefully we can get some reach over there. Brett, thank you so much once again for joining me today on uh, the Building Manager Podcast. I really do wish you all the best and the team of Firemate for your success. And uh, I look forward to hearing more about where Firemate is going to be leading the industry. So thanks, Brett, for joining us today. My pleasure, Matt. Thank you very much for the opportunity, mate. Take care and um, all the best with your trip overseas, mate. Good, man. Thank you. See you now. Well, thanks very much for listening to the interview with Brett Emery, the General Manager of UK Services um, of FireMate. Uh, Apologies there for a little bit of background noise, but that's what happens, I guess, sometimes. Um, And look, very, very excited for Brett, he's off to the UK very shortly, and I wish him all the very best in all of his avenues of work with FireMate. Look, once again, just a big thank you to all the listeners out there um, tuning in to the Building Manager podcast. Believe it or not, this is uh, episode number 11. So I'm very excited to be getting a number of really good uh, people on the show to talk about, not only themselves and their products, but just about the industry that I'm passionate about. Uh, Speaking of industries and being passionate, um, I have a business called Elite Building Managers Australia. And uh, we're still currently looking for building management contracts, high-rise residential complexes and the like, whether they're new or existing. So feel free to reach out to me. And also, if you'd like to be on the show of the Building Manager Podcast, you can get me on matt at elitebma.com. And I'd be more than happy to have a discussion with you So thanks once again for tuning in. Uh, A big shout out once again to all the building managers out there performing their duties. We really appreciate you looking after your owners and your occupiers and, of course, the body corporates around Australia. This has been another episode of the Building Manager Podcast. My name is Matt Osborne, and I look forward to speaking with you all once again next week. In the meantime, look after yourselves and take care. Bye for now.